0: Life in the rainforest can be hard, but not so much if you're a harpy eagle. Enjoying a top spot at the head of its food chain, these frilly feathers can choose from a wide variety of animals to make its meal. While most birds choose easy or light prey, the harpy eagle goes for the hefty haunches. But being able to carry your own weight is how you snag the prime prey here in life, death, and taxonomy.
1: Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's your 30 minutes of interesting animal information. I'm Joe.
0: And I'm Carlos.
1: And today we're talking about a bird that's fearless as it is big. But more on that later.
0: Big and fearless. It's big what it fearless. says on its license plate. <laughs> it's the, but but big it's, and it's, fearless. It's, yeah, it's big and then the letter N and then fearless but no vowels. Okay. It's, it's It works really fearless. well. You, you got to see
1: it. Uh, sweet. But what the heck are we even talking about? I guess I say it this time. You sure do. We're talking about an eagle, and not just any eagle—the harpy eagle. Don't harp on the harpy eagle. The eagle that lures. What? What do harpies do? They um, are they like sirens? No,
0: no, no, harpies are, the are like air? ugly bird witches.
1: Right. Exactly. I don't uh, think they lure anybody. <laughs> They're not witches, but they are birds, and they're big, big eagles. You got some names? I sure do. So this is the, it's
0: called the American Harpy Eagle. Uh, Not to be confused with the fact that we consider the United States of America to be America, Um, but it means that it lives in the Americas, the Western Hemisphere. Um, So, yeah, the American Harpy Eagle. Uh, But what we're going to call it here is the chills from frills and the two-eyed one-beaked flying tiny monkey eater (laughs) do you ever listen to this the yeah one-eyed one one horde flying purple purple people purple
1: people eater we don't know if he eats purple people or if he's a purple people eater
0: we know for sure that he eats purple people but we don't know whether or not he's purple in the song he says uh uh, they, it's like, hey, Mr. Purple People Eater, what's your line? And he says, uh, "Eating purple people, it sure is fine."
1: <laughs> oh wow! Okay.
0: So he he put the, the the song puts that question that that lexical ambiguity to rest,
1: <laughs> or that semantic ambiguity. <laughs> are you ready to hear scientific classification? Surely, surely I say to you, yes. <laughs> <laughs> By all means, uh, it's in the kingdom you know, love, and are in the kingdom Animalia. It's in the phylum, Chordata. Mm-hmm. That means it's got a spine, and you know this. Hollow spine. Uh, it's, it's in the class. Come on, you can guess it. Call it out. Kids at home, what, what class is it? It's a bird? That's right. It's Aves. Uh, it's in the order. Here we go. Acapitriformes.
0: Acipitriformes.
1: Oh, it's a C, soft C and a hard C. I
0: know. They just love it. The the That Greek? Yeah,
1: Acipitriformes. That's Greek. It's Greek? It's not latin I th- that looks it can't be latin but th- anyway the next <laughs> the family is accipitredae and then the subfamily is harpinae
0: or pna there's two eyes there
1: that's true uh the genus is harpia and then the species is harpia with a j harp, harp harpia harpia
0: well like the first one looks latin and the second one looks norse
1: no, uh, i mean yeah but the second one like if you pronounce the j ah uh, yeah i don't know i mean that's how you pronounce it in latin
0: too. like a fjord does latin even have j who knows uh somebody knows so get, send us an email or message us on facebook if latin has a j but since we're in the business of naming things uh and we're going to start naming things in English um, it's time for my favorite part of this little podcast we've got here and that part is critter groups the part of the show where I ask you Joe a question and that question is the same every single time and that is what is the name of a group of this animal if you saw a group of eagles not just harpy eagles but eagles in general would you say hey that is an A, Aerie of eagles. Is it B, a battalion of eagles? Is it C, a conclave of eagles? Or is it D, a jury of eagles?
1: Jury of eagles is very, is very American. But we were talking about juries earlier today, so that might be where you got the word. Aerie, you might have gotten from Dragon Aerie in... Dark Souls 2. Uh, conclave, I feel like you've used it before.
0: Conclave is a magic card, too.
1: That, yeah. Conclave Tribunal, I think, is the one, too. Is that the one yeah, was, you're talking about? I
0: was thinking Call of, call of the Conclave. Con- call of the Conclave. It's One green, one white the, creates a 3-3 three, three green centaur token.
1: What so, was the th- fourth one? Uh, but, I didn't battalion. Just... Battalion's also pretty American. Let's go with Battalion because... I've used logic to get rid of the rest and then I've, I also feel like from my old you know planner from back in the day I can think of a, an eagle wearing like an army helmet but you know that's pr- pretty typical imagery for the Amer- America's bird so anyway that's what I'm going with Italian.
0: Final answer? Yeah. Incorrect. The answer was Dark Souls 2. Area. Really Airy. I like a- it. Aerie of Eagles. Dark Souls 2 got this from from Eagles. <laughs> it's actually it's actually the real answer is um, a band.
1: A band? Yeah. They're living it up in the Hotel, California. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, gotcha. <laughs> I I I'm pleasantly surprised by that. <laughs> I think Airy is a good work good like term of energy because it makes sense because it's air conjures up aviary you know it conjures up images of the sky and birds uh jury
0: or conc i liked i liked all of these but so yeah you, you were they right about like- the jury thing
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh but that was a good one too because it's very um, patriotic you know it's a your but eagles live to- all
0: over the world you're right it's I, I was focusing too much
1: on the patriotism of it but there are eagles everywhere so um. Okay. Well, are you ready to hear a description? Sure. Sure. Uh, the harpy eagles are large, gray, black, and white raptors with black beaks and yellow feet. That even though these birds are large, their feet look big and powerful compared to their bodies. They those feet have the largest talons of any living raptor, even compared to larger, the larger raptor the. What is it? The something sea eagle, I forget. The biggest, the biggest eagle in the world, uh, but it's got the longest. Uh, the, the talons can grow up to five inches, which is even larger than some full-grown grizzlies. It's the stellar claws. Sea eagle. <laughs> 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 stellar sea eagle. That's correct. Yeah.
0: yeah, it just it's its talons are are like seven and a half feet long sometimes. (laughs) Larger than most grizzlies.
1: Harpy eagles have a characteristic tuft of feathers on their heads that can fluff out to look like a full mane. And they can do this independently of the rest of their bodies. Like other birds can fluff their all of their feathers, they can fluff their uh, head feathers only. So, I guess the the best part of this description when you're talking about an eagle that's known for its size would be measure up. Uh, welcome to the beloved measure up segment. The official listeners favorite part of the show. The part of the show where we present the animal's size and dimensions in relatable terms through a quiz that's fun for the whole family. It's also part of the show that's introduced by you when you send in audio of yourself saying singing, chittering, uh, the words measure up into LD at gmail.com. We have a new Measure Up intro this week from the Honey Badgerer. Awesome. Who also left us a review before, so thanks for that.
0: Uh, double awesome. Thank you, Honey Badgerer. Do we You're not know gonna, the actual name?
1: that That's all it said. It said Honey Badgerer, and then just they, they call themselves Honey Badger. Who know? is the secret benevolent phantom? Well, what they said when they, they said, give me all your honey or I'll bite your fingers off. And then they attached an audio file. Did they really? Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, I don't this have is very, an actual honey badger.
0: I don't have very much honey left. I, think I, I have some You m- used most of it on a sandwich earlier. Um, but you can have the rest
1: <laughs> without further ado, the listeners favorite part of the show. this is so this is this is beyond what i could have imagined so did you recognize that at all uh the song that's the intro to our honey badger episode but he added he added his own very (laughs) very on brand for the honey badger gravelly voice that was, was very good.
0: That was awesome. I, I, I don't remember the music we used for the honey badger episode. It was that was...
1: music and and the honey badger sounds in the back or the badger sounds in the background. That was awesome.
0: That was very good. Very 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 good. Um, I I, if you were here, in uh, in my deluxe studio, uh, I would let you have some of my honey, <laughs> if not all of it. You know, if he, um, if
1: he was here, then I would definitely do that because I don't want to get no fingers bit off. Okay, uh, let's get into wingspan. They spanned. I said it's wingspan. They're one hundred and seventy-six to two hundred and twenty-four centimeters, or five foot nine to seven foot four. Let's call it seven feet. In my seventh grade math class, my uh, math teacher had a little like sticker above the door frame about seven feet above the ground that said harpy eagles wingspan and he would always relate things to this the span of a harpy eagle in in me- true measure up style you wait which teacher my seventh grade math
0: seventh teacher. grade math teacher he Loved was he harpy was harpy eagles so yeah much. he
1: was he was he was well known for, you know, being the f- a fun math teacher.
0: Being the harpy eagle math teacher.
1: Yeah, that too.
0: That is, um, I mean, if you want to make an impression on your uh, disinterested math students f- for all eternity, then you've Use got to Use
1: measure it. up tactics. Right. <laughs> uh, um, so, <clears throat> seven feet, let's talk, call it seven feet. How many harpy wingspans go into the length of the Panama Canal?
0: You said seven feet, seven. seven mm-hmm. so we're just
1: rounding it to seven. So let's call it a full-on hint you're about to hear. Uh, the, pa- the Panama Canal is a man-made waterway that connects the Atlantic and Pacific Oceans by cutting through the narrow strip of land in Panama that connects South and Central America. It was one of the most difficult engineering projects the U.S. took on at the time, and it had already been abandoned by the French because of high worker mortality rates.
0: Yeah, I actually just um I've uh, listened to the Stuff You Should Know episode about the Panama Canal twice. The most recent time was last year. So sh- so you know how long I it should was. remember how long it was. It is interesting because they the Panama Canal um goes over a mountain range. <laughs> um and they there's a series of um chambers where they uh, drain and fill water to float boats over the mountain range
1: that's insane that that's why it was so i was thinking why, don't, like, why not just dig a big what was trench? so hard about digging a <laughs> yeah. canal i'm like being from florida the the whole the whole state is a canal so it's like it's easy it's like oh, mountains present a problem for water. I mean, floor.
0: building, digging a a huge canal like that, like the Suez Canal, um, is is just a huge undertaking. Also, because there's oh, lots sure. of country, it it matters to a lot of countries. Whoever controls this controls like trade in that hemisphere. So, um,
1: but I'm like, why are people dying? Oh, because of mountains.
0: <laughs> but it is crazy that like you um the a, a boat actually changes elevation through that this process and it takes a few hours um for the whole several hours so it's, I, I don't think it's a terribly long the longer the 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 amount of time it takes is because it's cuz you have to they go into these individual sections and wait for it, it to fill um i i think it's like i mean i may be totally wrong here but i'm going to say it's like I'm going to say 50 miles. Yeah. I might be, it might be a lot more, but I'm going to say 50 miles. And because it's, it's, it was made at the, at the thinnest portion of Central America. Um, so I can imagine that being 50 miles long. So we're going to do some calculator math because my brain's not working tonight. So 50 miles in defeat is about, 255,000 feet and we're going to divide that by 7 and I think that the answer is 36,428 Harvey Eagles stretched wing to wing would go across the Panama Canal 36,400 basically
1: so the Panama Canal is actually 82 kilometers wide which is 50 miles No, no (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> people are gonna uh, think I cheated. I actually got a different number of eagles. I got thirty-seven thousand seven hundred. That's because I I
0: don't I I haven't memorized exactly. I put fifty-one hundred feet for feet in my. Head. Oh
1: okay. Whoa! <laughs> I can't believe it.
0: That's uh. People right people are gonna on think on I cheated. Money. I definitely did not cheat, but I have re- recently listened to an episode about it.
1: Yeah, I think people are gonna. Re- think you remembered 50 miles exactly okay well that's wow pretty nice. i'm a, I'm,
0: a, I'm on a i'm on a high of knowledge
1: well let's see if you can keep that going with the oh, weight. No. they are contend contenders for the heaviest eagle follow close or would they follow um the the sea eagle i forgot its name already stellar sea eagle. um the stellar sea eagle they follow it closely some you might be able to find some harpy eagles that are heavier than some stellar sea eagles, but they are six to nine kilograms or 13 to 20 pounds. Let's call it 20 pounds. How many harpy eagles go into the weight of the largest ever patacon or patacone, a food made of flattened and fried plantains?
0: Oh, largest food always gets me.
1: Well, here's a hint. The Patacon was made by Panama's indigenous people, the Embera or Embera. I it look it looks like it's a roll No, it's got a what's a little dash above the R mean?
0: Like a like an accent mark over the R? Yeah. Embera.
1: I don't know. Who uh, made the giant dish to raise awareness about deforestation that threatens the environment and their own way of life? One man said the event was to in was intended to increase visibility of indigenous communities. So it has to be a food large enough to increase awareness of indigenous communities.
0: It's the Embera people because the accent isn't over the R; it's over the A. Oh, it is. Yeah, I was like, "Why would there be an accent on an R? It's not a, it's not a vowel. You can't put an accent." Embrá. I don't know. I mean, usually I just—it's a flat dish. Usually, usually, I guess, just abysmally low. I'll say like, "Oh, it's like seven feet long," and you're like, "It was four hundred and fifty-five feet long," and it took seven people their entire lives to make it. Um. So I'm gonna say this was a thousand pounds. Okay. Um, and what are we going with weight again? What's the weight of the harp eagle?
1: It's twenty pounds. On the low end. Uh, t- or no, twenty high pounds end, high on end. the high end.
0: Oh wait, a thousand divided by twenty.
1: Females. Females are heavier.
0: So the answer is fifty. Oh man, I know I'm so wrong. But fifty. I'm sticking with fifty.
1: Fifty eagles. Yes. Final answer. That is not correct. Nah. the The correct answer is twelve point twenty. Five eagles. Oh, it's so the much Patacon, smaller. The Paticon was 245 pounds.
0: I have I think this is the first time with one of these like Guinness
1: World Book of Record things that I've uh, grossly overestimated. It was made by a small, marginalized people group, and it's a very, very specific dish. So they didn't have to go too big to break any records. But that's big. Yeah, but I, I didn't Usually know. Usually they... you take one plantain Fry it and smash it, and that's your patacon. But they did that with, like, hundreds of uh, plantains. So I used to eat these all the
0: time, but um, we called them not fried plantains. We called them. I'm going to look this up.
1: It'll come to you once we get into the fast facts. Are you ready for the fast facts?
0: Yes. Tostones. The answer is tostones.
1: (laughs) We have them all the time. Puerto Rican family. So, the harpy eagle lives in the forests of Panama, Brazil, and South America as a whole. They can live uh, up to 35 years. They use excellent hearing and eyesight to hunt their prey during the day. Many birds of prey glide around searching for prey, and then they attack from above. But harpies will sit in trees for hours waiting for prey to come by within attack range, Then they'll swoop down and reach flight speeds of 50 miles per hour or 80 kilometers per hour. Whoa. Uh, Which is compared to uh, a peregrine, which I think reaches 90. But it's still fast. Harpies are known for their fearlessness, and they can't be scared away easily as other birds. They stash kills in trees and eat the entire thing, bones and all. They're like leopards. So they eat these things over days and then they they can also go several days without eating so they don't need to constantly hunt like um, other animals do that we've talked about. So the that gives them time to build really big nests. Harpies build uh, large enough nests for a person to fit inside. Uh, so nests can be six feet wide and about a foot deep like a kiddie pool. Wow! Yeah, you could you could definitely hide a child in there. <laughs> uh, harpies mate for life and raise one or two chicks every couple of years. Young eagles take six months to grow uh, enough to fly, uh, and then after two years, they strike out on their own because they need to find their own hunting territory. Um, because harpies maintain a twenty square mile territory. Wow. So that brings us to the end of the Fast Facts, and it brings us to a new segment, a a semi-regular segment, um, called that we're going to call Facts from Friends. That's when we have friends of ours, uh, other people in the podcast community, maybe just listeners like you, uh, that are going to deliver some facts and help us out. So this week we're getting a fact or a series of facts from Moxie who has a podcast called Your Brain on Facts. Honestly, a perfect fit because her podcast is about giving you facts. It's really – her podcast is very – it's very highly produced and I really like it. We're like um, a
0: laser-focused animal version.
1: Yeah. It, seem, it sounds like it's kind of inspired by – some of the same podcasts that kind of inspired our intros Mm -hmm. but without further ado i'm going to pass it on to moxie to give you the last fact before the major fact
2: thanks so much for having me on today to help tell your listeners about the harpy eagle this is moxie from your brain on facts your weekly half hour of things you never knew you never knew If there was a villain in the story of a bird the size of a child with claws twice as long as an African lion's that can exert 110 pounds or 50 kilograms of force, with a bite strength only beaten by bone-crunching vultures, it would be... us. Humans just can't have nice things. Harpy eagles prefer rainforest habitats, as do we, but for vastly different reasons. They're losing their habitat to logging. The logging not only takes their nesting sites, but also the tree-dwelling mammals and reptiles that make up their diet. If the eagles stick around, they then face being hunted by humans who mistakenly believe that they're a threat to livestock and even people. Livestock attacks by harpy eagles are very rare. And even though they could seriously mess up a human being, they only go after the much larger biped if they are threatened, not to try to eat us and then, of course, shooting them for sport. Considering the harpy eagle is on the flag of Panama, it's a bit like shooting a bald eagle. The harpy's natural territory extended from northern Mexico to as far south as Argentina. Emphasis on the past tense there. Habitat destruction and hunting of both the eagle and its food sources have eliminated them from large areas. In Belize, only a single nesting pair of harpy eagles could be found in the wild at one point. The harpy eagle is not endangered yet, but it is listed as near-threatened on the red list of the International Union for Conservation of Nature and Natural Resources. But all is not lost. There are organizations fighting to save the harpy eagle, such as the Peregrine Fund. Their mission to save predatory birds, i.e. raptors, is threefold. Conservation, Engagement, and Capacity Capacity means growing the fund so that they can do more good work. Conservation means protecting areas where raptors live or hunt, and engagement is inspiring more people to value raptors and to take action, which has already borne fruit, with locals reporting nesting sites that the peregrine fund didn't know about yet. The Peregrine Fund was the first organization to breed harpy eagles and successfully release them into the wild. They even throw a harpy eagle festival to educate the public, which draws over 2,000 people annually. Harpy eagles are holding on better in South America, so the fund focuses on the Central American population. Since 2000, the Peregrine Fund has monitored over 50 nesting sites in Panama, though activity in the nests has been alarmingly low. Only a little over 10 percent of the harpy-eagle pairs being monitored produced offspring last year. The largest known population of harpy eagles is in Darien Province, Panama, where indigenous technicians and volunteers conduct field work and mount tracking transmitters to the birds, as well as spreading the words within their community on the value of the harpy eagle. The Darien Conservation Initiative, seeks to preserve four million acres of rainforest in Panama through the relationship it has cultivated with the local Embera and Wunan people over the last 20 years. If you would like to help them in saving one of the most awesome birds going, head to PeregrineFund.org. They've got a 92% rating on Charity Navigator. If you want to hear more from me, you can visit yourbrainonfacts.com or search for Your Brain on Facts on the same app you're listening to this fine program on. It's even available in book form. Thank you again so much, Carlos and Joe, for giving me a chance to help with this topic.
0: Thanks, Moxie. Awesome. I, I like this new segment. And hopefully we can avoid having the uh, harpy eagle be knocked down any more uh, levels on its on its protection
1: status. It's not so bad. It's not so bad yet, but... It's dwindling significantly, but that—that's probably the most um, most interesting thing, right? Yeah, I, th- I, th- I guess we can
0: probably wrap it up here, or <laughs> we can talk about the major fact. All right, so um, it's, it's this major fact is, is isn't like any necessarily particular crazy thing that it does, but this is just—it's a really big predatory bird the harpy eagle is an apex predator in its rainforest home so like between the it's basically the harpy eagle in the skies and canopies and treetops and the jaguar on the the lower parts and the ground and then the anaconda in the water and also on the ground just the three apex predators in those ecosystems
1: It's such an apex predator that they said that if it got to a point where the harpy eagle was significantly reduced, it could really mess up the ecosystem because then you'd have its normal prey species getting out of hand.
0: Yeah. um, And I'll go into what its prey is. But just like, well, I mean, just like any apex predator, uh, if you remove them from the equation, then their prey um, explodes population wise. Um, And then everything... Kind of like deer and wolves. Yeah, we got rid of all the wolves and now we have too many deer. So now we got to hunt. So outside of being like slapped out of the sky by a jaguar, uh, the uh, harpy eagle doesn't have to worry about much other than people. So this status allows harpy eagles to have quite a few prey species on the menu. So when you think of an eagle's prey, um, at least I usually think about like a fish... Or a small bird, or maybe like a small mammal, a rabbit or a mouse. Um, but the harpy eagle lives its whole life at a golden corral buffet, uh, and here's some of just some of the animals it eats. It eats the uh, brown-throated and tooth-toed sloths, uh, squirrels, opossums, and here's here's what I didn't know before today, and I'm a little bit embarrassed by this. Um, Because I have called these uh, big, gray, ugly rat things that we have here in North America um, possums. I call them possums. Uh, The ones that you find dead or playing dead at the side of the road. But the reality is that these are opossums. And possums are marsupials living in Australia. They're two different Hmm. animals.
1: Oh, wait. Specific well, they're they're all the opossums are also marsupials, but they don't live in right. Australia.
0: But they're they're just different species. They're different. They're completely different animals. So they're both marsupials, sure, yeah. But um, they're they're
1: it's a, probably a specific type <laughs> of possum, the
0: opossum. I I don't know, but I used to think that I I, I on occasion heard people say opossum, and they're I, I always thought, oh, they're just messing up the word possum. They're saying, trying to say a possum or something like that. But, um, nope, we have opossums here, and possums look completely different. I mean, not totally different. They still look like, you know, little mouse-ish marsupials, but there's definitely a huge difference between them. So, uh, this is a little, there's a little side fact there. Um, so, uh, harpy eagles also eat armadillos, kinkajous, macaws, iguanas, snakes, capuchin monkeys, sake monkeys, squirrel monkeys, and spider monkeys. Sake! <laughs> well, I told you! How. Um, <clears throat> that's what the sake monkey screams as he's being carried off by a harpy eagle. Um, you just want some sake. Uh, so small animals are usually preferable for birds because birds have hollow bones and they a can't fly away with heavier prey, and b don't want to be injured easily, have their bones broken by uh, heavier prey. But the uh, harp eagle doesn't care; it still has hollow bones because it, you know, it flies, and is a bird. But um, as she's, you know, I, I I say she because the females are a lot larger than the males. Uh, but she'll go after much larger prey. Um, and that includes ant eaters, which if you've ever seen an ant eater, a South American ant eater, they're, they're enormous, um, porcupines, which I was like, excuse me. And then howler monkeys, which are like chimpanzee sized.
1: Not quite. No,
0: no, 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 not, not quite. But they're still, they're still bigger than like the monkey in Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: They are nineties kids movie chimpanzee sized. Because in movies you only ever see baby chimps, because once they grow to be like two years old, they are unruly and And they lead
0: revolutions to usurp mankind.
1: And they're like, yeah, and they're like six feet; they can be like six feet tall.
0: Yeah, so I guess baby chimp. Um, So just porcupines. I'm trying to imagine the logistics of swooping down and picking up a porcupine without killing yourself, Um, but they do it. Uh, They also go after domestic animals like chickens. Um, as well as the young of sheep, goats, and pigs, um, and I didn't read it, but I would imagine that dogs and cats aren't safe either. But in the middle of the rainforest, dogs and cats are probably not that um, common. Yeah,
1: but Moxie mentioned that they are they're hunted because of that, because of because of the threat to domestic wildlife. But they, it only really happens in rare circumstances.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, basically, this is the same thing we had with the uh, Ethiopian wolf and stuff like that. Just anything that poses a threat to, uh, you know, a farmers' livestock, their livelihood, uh, is probably going to get hunted. Uh, elephants have the same issue. Uh, the difference is that Ethiopian wolves don't really pose a threat to anyone's livestock. They just think people just think they do. Um, but the harpy eagle definitely, definitely poses a very real threat.
1: An infrequent threat, but definitely it has the capability and sometimes the will to take smaller farm animals.
0: Yeah, I mean, it can lift prey up to its own body weight, which is unheard of um, with other birds. Birds just don't do that. This is like a 747 flying with another 747 glued to its back. But way harder (laughs) because birds don't rely on lift to take off. They have to flap their way off the ground. They've been seen grabbing fully grown um, 20-pound howler monkeys out of trees and flying off without landing, which is is what what Wikipedia called an incredible feat of strength. (laughs) And Wikipedia just managed to gloss right over that just sweet sweet pun because it's because it's <laughs> one of the main tools in their arsenal is the feet like any bird of prey their attack and defense is mostly with their um, uh, legs and talons uh, and then they use their beak for eating but oh, they can also defend with that too um, but the uh, Arp- harpy eagle which I think you mentioned earlier has the strongest and largest talons of any eagle and um Pretty, and it's a contender for um the uh strongest and largest heaviest. of any bird its legs are the thickness of a human wrist now i'm not sure if that's arnold schwarzenegger or ellen page but it's still it's still pretty thick <laughs> for a bird leg <laughs> yeah i mean i imagine true. that like an ostrich beats it out or an emu or something like this with the or a, a
1: cassowary in terms of leg
0: thickness? yeah, thickness, and also probably strength. Um, but for a bird that can fly, um, it's 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 really impressive.
1: And for a bird with like bear claws on the end of its
0: yeah, feet. the talons themselves, as you said, are five inches long and they're razor sharp, um, which you can compare to a grizzly's pathetic two to four inch claws. It's it's embarrassing
1: for a that, bear. So that 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 could be a lethal bird. Like it's probably not going to lift you off the ground, and it probably won't go for you. And a human being, full-grown human being, could like hurt a bird, but they could do. They could. They could take you down.
0: Yeah, like the cassowary. Although the cassowary is six feet tall, so.
1: And like that five-inch claws. That's that's danger.
0: Yeah, I mean that's a that's a steak knife right there. That's the blade of a steak knife. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just just coming at you at fifty miles an hour with a 20 pound bird behind it and also beaks or one beak so yeah it's it's a dangerous bird if you get on it's bad side not only does it have these talons though um, but when the harpy eagle grabs prey it can squeeze hard enough to break bones with more than 110 pounds of pressure um, this allows it to incapacitate prey that would otherwise be struggling as the harpy eagle flew so it can just pick up a monkey and just and just break it as it's as soon as it grabs it and then fly away. Mm. This is uh, this is, you know, it's happy stuff. We're thinking, <laughs> just thinking of monkeys being ripped out of trees and eaten. But I mean, when,
1: when you're, you're a harpy eagle, you don't fly into the danger zone. You bring the danger zone with you. <laughs> you <laughs>
0: fly
1: into the danger zone. You are the danger.
0: I am now the danger zone. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part of Top Gun, when the harpy eagle took down that that uh, tomcat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that Tom Cruise.
0: Wait, wasn't he flying a tomcat? Yeah, he. I don't know. Anyway, um, so that's a, that's the harpy eagle. That's my major fact is that it's incredibly strong, takes down prey its own size, um, which. M- almost every other bird takes down prey that's much smaller than it Um, and it's just you just don't want to mess with it because it'll break your bones and stab you yeah so um, like a mob boss (laughs) or something Um, uh, I don't know lone shark (laughs) so you got anything else
1: that's all I got
0: all right, so one last thank you to uh, our mysterious phantom honey badger that's, uh, that sent us the measure up. And thank you to Moxie for the very first Facts with Friends. Uh, for you out there in Podcastia, however, uh, spread your wings, sharpen your talents. And if you pick up a full grown monkey, be sure you know what you're getting into, like the harpy eagle here in Life, Death, and Taxonomy. Hey everyone, Carlos here. Reviews are the lifeblood of podcasters. They help us rank higher in our niche and validate our show to people considering their first listen. But most importantly, it lets us know that all the work we put into this podcast is benefiting you in some way, shape, or form. So log on to Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app and leave us a review to let us and everyone else know what you think about life, death, and taxonomy. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.
1: in the world podcast (laughs) I'm getting into you (laughs) because you got to me (laughs) scribe